stream. We are dreamed into existence. What we do with that dream is up to us. This is Stream. I am Jessica Deruta, and I share with you my stream of consciousness. Please take what serves you and leave the rest. Let us begin. How we dream is as important as what we dream, for the what of the dream knows itself through the how. May your inner voice be the kindest voice you know. Welcome to Stream 15, the Trust Psyche podcast on archetypal astrology and depth psychology. I'm Jessica Deruzza, and I invite you to join in on this stream. Today is February 24th, 2020. Happy New Year, everybody. And blessed new moon in Pisces, along with Mercury retrograde in Pisces and Neptune. Lots of water and the energy of the dream time. I'd like us to begin today with a meditation together. I invite you to go back to the very first moment you realized or felt deep inside of yourself that astrology was real. Feel that feeling. Go back to that moment. Where were you? How old were you? Who was there? How did it happen? Bring back to your awareness now how it felt in your body, the thoughts and images you had, the dreams and visions that came in, how you felt about the world, the nature of reality, the cosmos. Bring all of that into this space. And when you are ready, put that into the middle of this circle. Everyone, place your astrological birth moment, your origin of love for this beautiful and sacred practice and way of being for all those who are listening to feel collectively. This is how we will begin our practice today. Now take a moment to offer the merits of our practice today to someone or something or somewhere in your life. Great Mother, we offer the merits of practice today for the betterment of all beings. 
with our sacred presence and divine intention, we heal what we can and let go what no longer serves with reverence and gratitude. Let us begin. And I want to begin by saying how sacred this conversation is for me and how much the privilege of speaking on this platform means to me. So thank you, each of you, for being in this stream with me. And the merits of my practice today are dedicated to all my beloved students and to everyone out there who is making this world a better place for each person in it. And as Branu Sinyata said, I don't trust spiritual people without a foundation in social justice. And as Jupiter has moved into the sign of Capricorn in conjunction with both Saturn and Pluto for all of 2020. It is a great call for each of us to live and activate social justice. Jupiter Saturn most relates to this theme and Jupiter Pluto relates to it on a high drama, high stakes level. And that is exactly what's happening across this entire world today. For me, social justice is spiritual and spirituality must include social justice that we have compassion and empathy for all beings and all walks of life and do what we can on every level through our institutions, our government, our laws, our norms, our culture, our attitude, our beliefs, and most importantly, our actions to honor the diversity of life that makes this world what it is. And for me, this podcast is a sacred conversation. I would like to make a few announcements just to update all of you because I realized that the last time I shared one of these was in September at the Equinox of 2019 last year. So it's been about five months. And during that time, I was teaching an online course called Astrological Counseling, how to run a successful practice. And when I say practice, what I mean is 
not just a business practice or endeavor, but a spiritual practice of sadhana. Astrology for me is a spiritual practice. And that first moment that astrology came into my life and the tremendous freedom and awe and glory and expansiveness that I felt. I do my very best to bring that same vibration or frequency into all the work that I do with my clients, with my students, with my friends and my family, with myself, with nature. Because for me, astrology, the language of the stars, is a living, sacred conversation that I'm having with the divine. And the reason why I don't practice fatalistic astrology is for me, that is a dead language. It's a dead relationship. Instead, the way that I experience it is that it's a living, open, reciprocal, and mutual relationship between me and the divine, between me and the universe. A call and response of deep engagement and participation that my thoughts, my prayers, my intentions all shape and inform the way the universe relates back to me that is deeply listening and responding in the most intimate of ways everything that I bring forward and in its call and response with me that goes in both directions I too listen back through the signs and the symbols and the messages that I receive, through looking at my chart and transits, through the conversations I have with my beloveds, through my sessions with clients, through my teachings with students, through my intuition, through my dreams. These all occupy the realm of Pisces and the realm of Neptune. And so I listen deeply, as deeply as I can, taking time to self-reflect and meditate and contemplate on what these messages and symbols mean for me and my life. And then I take action. I change my behaviors. I change the way that I make decisions based on what it is that I am receiving. And then I wait and I listen and I see how the universe responds. So we are in this very deep dialogue. The most ancient of all dialogues. And astrology is a practice, a spiritual practice that helps me strengthen my intuition. And one of my main intentions as an astrologer is to help other people trust in listening to their own intuition 
to help them see the themes and connect the karmic dots. Because the psychological is spiritual. Right here, right now, in imminence. So I taught this 15-week online course and my first cohort of students graduated and we had the most incredible time together. I love teaching so much. I love, 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 love the honor and privilege of working with all of these amazing beings to help them step into their practice of astrology. And it was incredible what we accomplished. We looked at three main pillars of giving readings. One is the nature of interpretation and how you read a chart. Two was how you run a business, your office policies, the frame of your practice, timing and scheduling and fees, how to pay taxes, how to set up an LLC, how to make sure you live in a sustainable way that you can actually live a good life that supports you from this amazing work that so many of you are doing. And then lastly, the counseling side of things, how to hold sacred space. What does it mean to sit with someone and be a witness to empathize and mirror and to make meaning of what's going on in a non-judging and very caring manner and what it's like to work with different types of clients. And I just had the most fun of my entire life. And so this is why there's been a pause in these streams is because all my creative libido outside of my session work uh, with my therapy clients and the handful of readings I do every week was going into this course. So I'm also very, very proud to announce that Trust Psyche now has over 100 students and we are celebrating that amazing um, coming together of community. And I want to invite you to be a part of that community. And you can come to trustpsyche.com and see the online courses that are available right now for you to take so that you can do what I do and practice in the way that I practice. And I'm also very pleased to announce that my intention for 2020 was to bring my voice out more into the astrological community and in sacred conversation with other disciplines. So on May 16th, I will be speaking in Baltimore at the Baltimore Astrological Society. You are each invited to come. If you're in the Northeast and you wanna make a, a day trip of it or a weekend trip of it, I would absolutely adore to see you um, in person. And I will give more information about that talk, but you can count on it being on May 16th for a few hours in Baltimore. And I'll be announcing the details of that in my upcoming newsletter and also on my blog at trustpsyche.com. I also had the great pleasure of speaking on the Psychedelics Today podcast with Kyle Bowler, and that will be released in early March of this year. So that's coming up here in a couple weeks. And I'll also be releasing that on my blog. We had a great hour conversation about psychedelics and astrology. It's just the beginning of a dialogue that we plan to continue. Uh, we have other projects lined up together and they're doing amazing things. So go ahead and check them out at psychedelicstoday.com and um, 
hear their phenomenal podcast and they also offer all kinds of courses and um, they're doing lots of amazing work. So um, I'm looking forward to our future collaborations together. And then um, lastly, uh, Correlations, the astrology podcast with Matthew Stelzner is going to be releasing a new episode that I'm on um, in the coming weeks as well. So I'm really excited that we're going to be back in business. And uh, Matthew and I are having uh, wonderful conversations. And we're really excited to share with you our current thoughts on astrology together. So you can check that out as well. And uh, Matthew's YouTube channel uh, is Matthew Stelzner. Uh, and you can find him at stels.biz. Um, but I'll also be releasing that podcast on my YouTube channel, Trust Psyche. So not only can you subscribe for free to this podcast and all your favorite podcast apps, I also invite you to subscribe to the Trust Psyche YouTube channel. And if you love what I'm doing here, the best way you can show your support is to subscribe to that channel, to like it, to share it, to comment on it. Hearing from you keeps me going in these sacred conversations. And then lastly, um, I would like you in the spirit of wanting to get my voice out there more and in my pure joy of collaborating for you to invite me onto your podcast. So if you're listening to this and you have a podcast or you know of someone who does, I would love to come onto it. And you can just email me at jessica at and I would love to come on and talk about anything astrological, psychological, transpersonal, I am very fluid in talking about all different kinds of topics, and I love having conversations with people. So please, 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 if you're listening to this, uh, feel free. Do not hesitate to invite me on to your podcast. I'm also very proud to share a new book that came out called Holding Sacred Space, Honoring the Subtle Ecologies of the Spiritual Emergence Process by Michelle Ann Hobart. Uh, Michelle is a colleague. She's a psychotherapist based out of uh, the Bay Area in California. We used to be neighbors as well. And um, this is a great book on the healing journey and what it means to hold sacred space, both as a practitioner, but also as someone who's gone on um, their own healing journey. It's a very accessible book and it's a great read. It's uh, only about 130 pages, so it's awesome to to take on and my work on revisioning saturn bringing a more feminist understanding into that work uh, made it into one of the chapters in the book which was just such an honor and really exciting so um thank you to michelle for that and go ahead and check her out um, and check out holding sacred space so those are most of my updates. Um, there's more exciting events that I'm going to be speaking at in this year, 2020, but I'm going to wait and share those on my next podcast. I want to just begin now by sharing some of my recent thoughts. Because I haven't spoken in this medium for a while, there's actually a backlog of material. And I have pages and pages of things that I want to say at this point. And I'm going to get to all of those. But I just kind of want to share what's most alive and present for me right now. 
this new moon in Pisces. I've never been so called to be politically engaged in my life. I think in part that's a product of getting older, but I also believe that's because of the critical point we're at right now in the world. Everybody sees it. Everybody's feeling it. And I, more than ever, with this Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn, triple conjunction and Capricorn for all of 20, feel how important it is right now to use whatever voice I have to be a political voice and a social justice voice. I'm born with Jupiter square Saturn in my chart. Uh, Jupiter's rising at eight degree, 18 degrees Pisces and it's square Saturn at 16 degrees Sag at my midheaven. So the Jupiter square Saturn archetypal energy of social justice and equality is very prominent in my life. It always has been. With transiting Neptune in the sky right now at almost 18 degrees Pisces, exactly conjunct my Jupiter and square my Saturn, there's a spiritualizing and a sensitizing of the part of me that's oriented towards social justice and to bring that into my spiritual work, my daily spiritual practice by staying informed on what's happening politically and socially in both the United States and around the world to align myself with activists and people who are on the ground doing the hard work, to vote with my dollars, to contribute to campaigns that I believe in. And that is why uh, I am and my entire family are endorsing and supporting Bernie Sanders for the 2020 Democratic election. I give money every week to the campaign I talk about why I believe Sanders is the best nomination and I do that as much as possible with friends and family and I'm doing it here now. Us Not Me has always been the heart of the way that I've seen the world. That it's about us, it's not about me. And that's something that's really important right now in the evolution of the human species on Earth. Because we're coming out of a time period of not just patriarchy and white supremacy, but we're coming out of a time period where the sense of self and the individual is born out of egoic consciousness. Now we know this archetype of the sun represents the self and one's identity, but it also represents the ego. And now I love the ego. The ego is such an important, important aspect of the psyche, right? It consolidates, it brings coherence and cohesiveness. It's, it's a centralizing principle. And the ego is so important as a, as a uh, process and uh, channel for uh, us to be individuals and have creative expression to assert our will. But just as the uh, left brain or the rational function of the intellect can think that it is the only game in town, so does the ego at times. Its shadow is to forget that there are other aspects of psyche, that which we are unconscious of, the shadow, um, other parts of ourselves that we are disidentified with, to name just a few. 
And just as the rational mind or the skeptical mind thinks that it is the pinnacle of human growth and evolution, it too crashes down and falls and hopefully humbly remembers that it is in service of hopefully creativity, meaning, connection, love, those universal principles of the divine and the human that make the metaphysics of relationship that we all are. I have an I because of the thou. There's only a me because there's a you. And that interdependence and that interconnectivity is essential for living ethically. And so because we're coming out of a time period that is built and I'm saying our culture, our government, our policies and law is built from the perspective and the consciousness and the beliefs of the ego and solely the ego. As the noon church bells ring outside my window from St. Michael the Archangel, we cut away the false and limited beliefs of the egoic consciousness that keeps us separate secular, atomized, disconnected. And so this not only is the time of the great reckoning and the great unraveling, it's also the time of reconnecting, of great connection. So us, not me, means that we set up the very foundation of our civilization through that understanding. And because we're human, we all have universal rights to things like healthcare, education, clean drinking water, shelter. And I am willing to do my part socially and financially to make sure that every single person in this country and in this world has those basic human rights. Because when my brothers and sisters are doing better, I am doing better. And no matter how good my life might be, I will never be able to be at peace knowing that so many other people are suffering. And I might be able to attain inner peace and have self-forgiveness and other forgiveness and heal those things. But until on a horizontal ecological level of social justice that all my brothers and sisters are loved and protected and taken care of, I will not stop. And I hope and trust that you won't either. May your inner voice be the kindest voice you know. And may that ripple out to all your relations. And may we begin to treat each other kindly. For time is a limited, precious resource. You are a limited, precious resource and you deserve to be taken care of and protected. You deserve to have time. 
because without time, we cannot play. Without time, we cannot be creative. Without time, we cannot self-reflect. And these are all things that are the bedrock of being a healthy, vital human being. And as Saturn begins to square Uranus in the sky for all of 2020 and 2021, I ask myself, what is freedom? Uranus is about freedom. And Saturn is about time. And you must have time in order to truly be free. And I want all beings on this earth to be free which means everybody deserves to have time. Time to love, time to play, time to connect, time to be with family, time to be with friends. And I know that I wouldn't be here on this planet today if that was not what we were capable of and moving toward as a collective human species. In that regard, we are one. And there are many ways we are different. And the best way for us to honor those differences in the plurality of life is to remember and honor that we are one and to take care of one another in such a way. This is the end of the Uranus square Pluto of 2007 to 2020. It began with the Obama, Obama administration, and I am grateful to the first African-American family that had to constantly take the high road in the face of so much racism in this country, so much systemic racism and the oppression of so much that the Obamas were doing in the White House. No scandals, and you might not agree with all their policies and what happened, but to be the first black family in that very White House, thank you. And now here we are, 13, 12 years later, with a white supremacist, a rapist, a pathological liar, a very dangerous man running this country and dismantling the, our democracy. And he is galvanizing something so deep in this human spirit, this human American spirit, for us to come together and stand up united for what is right. I will not tolerate any racism, sexism, xenophobia, homophobia, transphobia. All of these people, all of you, are my sisters and my brothers.
and I make sure to go out and dance, and I make sure to go out and dance in the street with the people. I don't just vote with my dollar. I vote with my body by showing up in public spaces and letting my human spirit be free and connecting with people in love so that we can each be infused with each other's energy to keep going because we have a lot to fight for. And we all know that there is a profound connection between social justice and ecological justice. And at the bedrock of both of those things is the ignorance and the destructive tendencies that come from us and them and that separation. And so for our planet to survive in a habitable way that human beings can continue to live on this beautiful earth that I love so much and will do everything I can to protect. What goes along with that is protecting one another. They are of the same essence and cause. I'm looking forward to having a sacred conversation about how our trauma informs and shapes our worldview and how understanding attachment theory and psychology helps us understand our culture. And I'm going to be having a few people here join me in stream to have these conversations. But I want you to know that these social and ecological justice themes will be strong for here and evermore until we live in a just world. And by that, I love that definition of this for all you reincarnationists out there. Well, know the world is just when you are no longer afraid to be born into any body on any place on this planet at any time because there are a lot of places I would be scared to be born into both in this country and in others so until you are no longer afraid to reincarnate into anybody then we will be here speaking this truth to power until we live in a loving, kind, and fair, and just world for all beings. I know you feel me in your heart. And I know so many of you are doing so much and I'm so proud of you. But more importantly, you should be proud of yourself. Because I'm proud of myself today for speaking to what is right. And 
will leave you with this for now. I spent the new moon yesterday on my favorite beach in the world, Siesta Key. The crystalline sand that comes down from the Appalachian Mountains. Oh, that sand is the softest sand I've ever touched. 99% crystal quartz. It's extremely healing. It also never gets hot. And it was the most beautiful day in the mid-70s, sunny. And I walked the beach with my beloved husband, Travis Terutza, and we had some of the most incredible conversations, which, again, I'm looking forward to sharing with all of you. And we walked for about five, six hours until the sunset up and down the beach. And I just thought, this is the perfect way to spend this day in sacred and healing conversation, dreaming all our visions honoring the waters. And that's what Mercury, Neptune, and Mercury in Pisces is about. It's about sacred and healing conversations. So may each of you during this retrograde have as many sacred and healing conversations that you can. Take the time to get clear on what those are. And may first and foremost, those sacred and healing conversations be with yourself. May your inner voice be the kindest voice you know. This has become my main spiritual practice at this time. That my inner voice is the kindest voice I know. Which is challenging. But I'm getting better at it each day as a practice, sadhana, a spiritual practice. And so, as Jupiter is sextile Neptune in the sky, we see faith and hope and big dreams coming in to our lives. And as I ran down the beach, I asked myself, what am I doing right now? I'm running. That's Mars. Where am I? on the ocean. That's Neptune. And then I saw in my mind's eye that transiting Mars was exactly conjunct my Neptune and Capricorn. 
And I just said, I love astrology. I love this sacred divine conversation that I'm having. I love that this transit is coming through with me running down the beach. Filled with so much passion and energy for God and life and all of you. And as Mars enters more and more into Capricorn, for all of March, it will be conjunct Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. And this will bring a fiery passion of catalyzing and activating our social justice. So now is the time to do the right thing. Now is time to stand behind those who are on the front lines, to be the ones on the front lines if we can, to support the ones on the front lines, to give what we can, to have the conversations that need to be had. And I know those can be difficult sometimes and even scary. But what else is there to do? For the little bit we could lose there, we risk losing everything. And so when I start to tremble, I remind myself, all our ancestors are at our backs, cheering us on and giving us all their love and support. And the future is calling us forward in this living, sacred, reciprocal dance for we live in an open universe and everything you say and do matters. It matters. You matter. We all matter. Us, not them. This is Stream and I'm Jessica Derutza.